Hey, this is Lucky from a grim podcast, A Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. It's episode two. That was a really spooky, too. <laughs> I was trying to make it a little spooky to go with the, the theme music it's there. be perilous. Um, so we, uh, yes, I mean, you know what you're listening to. This is the Grim Podcast, A Perilous Adventure, brought to you by the Professional Casual Network of Podcasts. Uh, we're playing Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. I'm here with a couple of good friends. And then Tim. <gasps> oh, shit. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And just, I said couple, and I was like, that's not really the proper number. So, yeah. Um, we'll have everybody introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about who you're playing today. Hello, I'm Danny, and I'm playing Mina, and she is a soldier. I'm Tim. <laughs> I'm playing Lucky, uh, a plucky young lad that, uh, you know, just, just likes friends and fellowship and. Free drinks. Hit by Free carriages. drinks. Yeah, he got hit real bad. <laughs> he's okay though. He mostly healed up overnight. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. I'm JB. I'm playing Bruno Deek, the rotund coachman. Uh, and I'm Alex. I'm playing Carl, uh, the gigantic dock hand with a heart of gold. Oh. How tall are you? I'm six foot one. Wow. That's pretty tall. And, and and he's thick, so it's, it's he's a big man. Yuck. I mean, tall for this world. Tim's giving me a look because you're what six three. Yeah, six one. It's like short people. They can't even. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> for this world, six one's pretty tall. Most people are malnourished. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Not Bruno though. Oh no! Five foot tall, five foot wide. <laughs> what are you, hippopotamus? He's got hella girth going on. <laughs> the hippopotamuses are as long as their circumferences are around. Yeah. Um. So our, I hate to use the word party because you're just kind of a collection of people, but we're gonna use that word I mean, anyway, is just that for not convention. Definition of party. I know, but like people, you're not like an adventuring party, like you know. Um. Yet. I mean, you're event, you're you're. Traveling together, heading to Altdorf. Um, unfortunately, you have a coachman. I mean, you know what party you. stands for? <laughs> what? Stands for good. people that are already relatively teaming, y'all. <laughs> y'all. Okay. That was quick. Interesting. Yeah. There was a coachman among the party, and you did secure passage on his coach, but unfortunately, he done crashed it, broke an axle, maybe both. So horses got spooked by something in the woods. They ran off. So you had to make the, your way on foot the rest of the way to this um, 
coaching in called the Coach and Horses. And just before you got there, another coach from a rival company to JB's. The Four Seasons. The Four Seasons came barreling out of the walls of the coaching in, struck Lucky and Bruno, nearly decapitated Lucky. Yeah. Might as well be. Um, but really, it was just some bruises and scrapes. He's fine now. You met a couple of interesting characters in the bar. You secured new passage, mostly paid for by JB. On the by Bruno. Line. Sorry. Yeah. By, on company. the racket company that uh, same company that Bruno works for. At least at this point, you still work for him. Still. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> see, we'll see once we get back to Altorf. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And then you, you kind of hit the hay, literally. Lucky had a plan that. Carl was not a big fan of to you're going to sleep on the hay until Gustav came in and checked. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to sleep in a bed. Yeah. Assuming that there's a bed to sleep in. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take anyone's bed from them. Make an endurance check. Okay. At a minus 10. Oh, if I fall asleep naturally beforehand, then I don't need to steal the bed. Uh, That's an 82. I fail by four degrees. All right. So not only are you tired from walking much further than you anticipated, Mm -hmm. But your body is healing as well. So you fall asleep on the hay and you don't wake up at all during the night to get in the bed. That's more than fine. But as we determined last episode, you healed like nine points of damage back. Nice. Something like Mm -hmm. that. So you obviously got a really good night's sleep. So you you passed out before you could leave that really strongly worded Yelp review for the four seasons. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't get much. past how good this hay is to get all his hit points back. It's I mean, really nice hay. So cushy. I told you that was obviously. Yeah. Uh, it was changed, changed that, that day. day. I mean, you can't really ask for much more. Right. At, back at home, <laughs> we don't change out. We don't change the hay first off. It just eventually turns into like a jelly. <laughs> oh, no. Sounds weird. On a long enough timeline. Well, it gets real <laughs> wet. <laughs> And does that act as like some kind of like cushioning thing when you get that layer of straw jelly? Well, yeah. <laughs> is, it, of, is there an agricultural intelligence check I can take to find out if I know straw turns into jelly or not? <laughs> <laughs> How about like a lower Reichlin test, but uh, make it at minus 20. That's uh, seven degrees of failure at that challenge. Oh, you are sure that's exactly what happens to yeah, straw. Yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I can never remember the the names of the different levels of difficulty because um, it's changed a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. They, they had one set for WFRP second edition. They changed it slightly for Dark Heresy. No, the system was almost exactly the same. And then this one's a little bit different still, so... All I know is challenging is plus zero and average is plus 20. And I think easy is plus 30. Oh, if that was uh, a plus zero, I only had five degrees of failure. No, I said minus 20. I just don't remember what that, like, maybe oh, that's oh. difficult or hard. I need a, I need a cheat sheet. I need a game master screen, but they, they're not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys wake up, um, you realize you, you hear first uh, the two coachmen are sleeping in beds in there. They came in after you. You're up. What do you want to do? I'll grab a brush and put on a little makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have that in your trappings? Use candles as makeup? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the coachmen aren't even up yet. They're snoring away. Sawing logs, as they say. Let's just steal their coach. Is that fancy Frenchman in here? No. I bet he got a room. room. Yep. Fancy fucking Frenchman. The only other people in here are the two coachmen. Gotcha. So what you're saying is that there was... There was really a surplus. 
of unused beds. There are a lot of unslept in beds in here. Yes. So many street bowls to yeah. sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> you did have a good night's sleep, though. Yeah, I feel great. Restorative. Yeah. Yeah. They must have some real good straw jelly under this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll go down to the main room and see about breakfast. So across the hall to the bar room? Yeah, that area. Right. It's like yep. included, right? It's like continental. You would know that, yeah, you're, you're, the cost of the, the stay includes breakfast. Oh, yeah. All right. We're starting strong. Right. So you can head over. Um, Gustav is carrying a tray around. You see the three ladies at their seat again. Um, the three ladies? I thought it was two ladies. Well, there were three of them. Damn. Okay. There was the, the noble woman. Lady is old. Mm-hmm. There was the big lady that kind of intimidated Lucky. Rianne of was, Tarth. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one that was like a small, younger woman. Okay. Gustav's heading around with the tray. He um, is very excited to see you guys. Um, he has plates full of uh, eggs and sausage and maybe toast. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, give me that toast. Oh, yeah. Like I said, mm-hmm. you, you paid for it last night when you bought yeah. the room. So he's, yes. Yeah, and he drinks. Do they, do they cost extra? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs a little bit. He's like, oh, yes. Do you have... Complimentary beverages. You could drink some of the the rainwater. It's probably going to come down later. Ah, oh, yeah. It's going <laughs> to rain. Says, right. He says the weather is going to take a turn for the worse. It's going to rain. Yes, Sigmar's toes. Which is residents of the Empire know is not like shocking. It rains all the time. Yeah, but they don't have to ride on top of the freaking carriage. Blah. Oh, that's right. Uh, let's get some some hot coffee to. Warm our spirits for the road today. Ooh, that's going to cost you extra. How much is coffee? It'll be a, a, a penny for like a, essentially a pot. Like he'll bring you some mugs and a pot of coffee. Oh, okay. I've never tried coffee before, but if someone wanted to give me a taste of theirs, I would, I would certainly like to try it. A pot of coffee on Carl today. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Carl the Magnanimous. I don't know what that means. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah so Carl is going to uh, toss over the first coin that I've actually had to spend despite attempting to earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Helps to have, uh, you know, good friends with money bags, Bruno. Right. As yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are friends for? As you do look around, though, you do not see Bruno in this group. Hmm. Um. He is still back into the uh, on the on the nice straw hay, right? Uh, snoring up a storm with the other coachman. <laughs> it's a coachman mm. thing, apparently. I'm noticing a trend. <laughs> they need the rest probably to make sure that the horses and the axles don't break and run away. <laughs> Allegedly, I think, I think rest is probably incredibly important for that. I'm gonna grab some food and try to go sit next to that uh, young new lady there. Young new lady. The lady that you didn't tell us about before. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, her. Uh, as you appro- are you approaching like with a plate of food? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, as you walk over, um, the other the warrior looking woman stands up again. Hello. Good morning. She says, Guten Morgen. Sure. <laughs> she's like, uh, what can I help you with this time? Nothing. I, I have my food already. I'm good. Thank you. And she's like, okay, goodbye, Zen. All right. I try to pull up a chair to the table to sit next to that little girl. Yeah, she puts her foot out to kind of keep the chair from being pulled out. Oh, are, was someone else in here? 
No. No one is sitting here. Oh. Can I, can I sit here? No. No one is sitting here. Oh, gotcha. Uh, all right. I'll wave to the young girl. Well, have a good one. She like, looks super awkward and she like kind of waves, like barely takes her hand off the table to wave back. And then like you see Lady Azul shoot her this look like, what are you doing? And then she like looks down all embarrassed. Is uh, Philippe here yet? Uh, yeah. Cool. He's over in his corner. He's eating his breakfast as well. That's cool. He winks at you. <laughs> at this point, he still thinks that he's sitting with you in the coach. <laughs> Is he in for a big <laughs> surprise? I don't know if he's that big. He's only five feet tall. Bruno. It's a big surprise. It's a wide surprise. <laughs> a girthy surprise. Five foot wide, five feet tall. Philippe, you in for a girthy surprise. Uh, Gustav um, comes back around and he's just kind of like, where's your other friend? Who? The, the importantly one. Oh, I think I think he's still sleeping with the other ones. They have a, a coachman meeting. Coachman meeting? They're sawing logs. <laughs> for the replacement axle. I thought they were heading coach. out early, but... Uh, we will never get to Altorf. I will never get to new regiment. I will never get to work with my company again. I did want to say thank you for your service. Oh, yes. You know, uh, serving uh, in my town's militia is but a small part, and I am excited to join the ranks um, and go forth and help with the other companies as they go through and they um, work on the erecting greatness in the empire. I speak for everyone here at the coach and horses to say, thank you for your sacrifice. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he heads back yeah. off to the oh, kitchen. Thanks Gustav. That's nice. Uh, with that, uh, with more agility than you thought was possible in uh, Bruno's thick frame, you see him sprint uh, between tables and out the front door uh, only to hear retching. Uh, and wet splatter uh, coming from outside the front door. Don't, don't drink from that bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Skip that bowl yeah. today. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> that was my best bowl. <laughs> oh, Bruno, yeah. you you don't handle the drink well. Oh, they, they must have cut it with something. Uh, this rat's brew. This rat's piss. Can't drink this stuff. Oh, sorry, Gustav. Sorry. Didn't see you over there. He just kind of has like a disappointed look on his face and he like drops your plate of food on the table. So like half of it falls off as it clatters and he just kind of like skulks away. Oh, oh, the food's on the table. Yeah, that's okay. Carl puts his hand on Bruno and just tells Gustav, my friend only lies because he is ashamed of his ability to hold liquor. <laughs> Gustav laughs like <laughs> he says, I like you. And then he walks away. Uh, if, if anybody else hasn't finished their plate, then I, I also uh, surreptitiously grab their plate and pull it over to me, finishing whatever uh, meat or eggs or did anybody not finish their plate? There is nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> Carl has never not finished his plate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. So we're all sitting at the same table. 
I'm assuming if yeah. Bruno's trying to steal everybody else's food. Oh, yeah. You yeah. mooch. I'm definitely like looking over being like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. So yeah. you two, and I, Mina points to Bruno and Carl, you two keep a similar company then, yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruno knows how to have a good time. <laughs> Carl and I go way back in the days in Altdorf. Yeah. Way back. So far back. So you guys are like cousins or? <laughs> <laughs> We're like brothers. And I just wrap my arm around Bruno. Oh, all right. So like first cousins. <laughs> oh, uh, if you didn't listen to session zero for character creation, you need to to really appreciate this show. Yes. Well, great. So what, what time are we supposed to leave? Um, as, as soon as the cock crows, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. You would know it's like people get up to eat breakfast. Coach should be ready to go. Are your other guys like out of bed yet? Uh, they're having a coaching meeting. Oh, gotcha. when you got up, they were still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can just drive the coach, right? We could probably just go. That is true. You work for the company. In my family, we always say, you do not wait for cock to crow. You go and make the cock crow. <laughs> In what? front of everybody? Is <laughs> <laughs> best way to be most productive. We should probably mm. just head out, obviously. You make uh, your own cock running crow. Along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's, that's a really good idea. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start to uh, go in the coach ready myself. All right. We we could go out and help them. That way it gets uh, around quicker. I'll go tell them that you're setting the coach up for them. Actually, They'll be so grateful. <laughs> a, a big, strong man like you, uh, I feel, Carl with a C, uh, would probably be best to do to go out and help them get the coach ready. I'll let everyone know. Uh, Yeah. Carl's going to go ahead. But yeah, Carl doesn't know. <laughs> All right, friend. <laughs> Carl, can we start calling him Scotty? Doesn't know. Scotty yeah. doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Carl and Bruno head to the coach, which you know it's a racket line, so you're going to be able to recognize it pretty easily. What are Mina yeah. and um, Lucky going to be doing? Uh, I'm going to head over to uh, the fancy ladies. Oh, Jesus, not this again. Uh, to let them know that the coach is just about to be ready, and I would like to, uh, a, you know, offer to escort them and or their bags to the coach. Okay. Um, while he walks over there, what's Mina going to do? I don't, I don't know. You go hit on your boyfriend. Yeah, I guess I'll go talk to Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the guy with the book um, slowly walks in at that point oh, towards that the bar. Fun. <laughs> Hello, physics man. He's like, Guten Morgen, physician. My name is Ernst. You can Ernst. just say that. Might be ah, easier. Beautiful name. Rolls off the tongue, Ernst. <laughs> um, do have uh, the Gustav breakfast quickly. The the coaches being ready. Oh, oh okay. Thank you. And yeah. he like kind of. Speed walks to the you bar. You are most welcome. Two toast for you, you skinny. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. <gasps> All right. Um, so you guys head to the coach. Um, so you check out the map. The coach um, is going to be 
just outside within the walls of the place, of course. Um, but we see it's up by the entrance. And this coach, JB, you take a look at it. Um, yeah, for like a coaching. Do you have like carpentry or anything like that? If I had carpentry, the other coach would be fixed. Um, I mean, that's probably that's true. Fair. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have uh, drive uh, that's useful for coaches. That so perception or trade or trade carpentry. So let's see. We'll do perception, and that's going to be a terrible roll of five failures. All right, it, this <laughs> looks like a fucking great coach, like way nicer than the one you had. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> me being a, a novice coachman, uh, probably my first time out. This is uh, the one that they were actually testing me with and uh, me failing miserably, of course. Um, yeah, these guys are probably trained professionals. I mean, you yeah. could make that argument that they just gave you a really shitty coach. Mm. It's not your fault it broke. Right. I'll try every argument that you know, I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks really nice. And uh, you just got to get the horses ready. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could do an animal care test for that. If that works for you. Sure. Yeah. So the, the stables are like at the opposite end of this compound. Yeah. Um, so you see the, the coach is stationed by the, the front entrance. The, the stables are going to get to go you know, past, the, you know, through that little, the hallway, the, mm -hmm. the tunnels area, all the way yep. to the other side. And you can um, easily identify the ratchet horses. They still have um, like the bridle on. Yep. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It goes around their head. Yeah. Um, and it's going to have like the blinders would have like the logo of the ratchet company on it. So you can easily identify the two horses for this coach. Yeah. I'll totally uh, grab those horses and try to lead them over and Let's set love, them up with the coach. Love to see you make an animal care check here. Uh, that is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what'd you get uh that's three degrees of failure do you have any fortune i do indeed uh let's see so or a mechanic we haven't done yet you could make like a subconscious pact with the dark gods to allow another to allow a reroll <laughs> without a fortune point or if you fail after using a fortune point and you really need to pass. I don't believe I'm at that point yet, especially <laughs> trying to wrangle horses. You are pretty uh, hungover, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to turn so easily to the dark side for this. Uh, we'll use a fortune point, and um, that's going to be even worse. Um, what? That is going to be five, six, six degrees of failure. All right. Do you want to? Make a small dark pact. Nope. Uh, what what would happen? So you get, you get another reroll. Yeah. Whether you pass or fail, you gain one corruption point. Okay. And and what would happen if um I took a six degree of failure on animal care? Um, <laughs> you punch these, that horse. These <laughs> horses will run away. I mean, these are pretty tame horses. Just having mm. ranks in the animal care skill. Okay. They'll let you approach them and whatnot. But yeah. Like yeah, I don't. I don't know that much about horses. You do something to piss them off. You do you something hang over wrong. Burp right in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like <sighs> doesn't like that at all. They don't like you, but like they'll go with you. Okay. Uh, Carl, do you have any ranks in animal care? I have it as a skill, but no no advances. Yeah, I think every human has access yeah. to it, but yeah, you have to have ranks. You have to have advances in it to 
Just that you've had any actual experience with it. You could make an animal care check to try to help Bruno, who's obviously struggling with this. Maybe a horse steps on his foot. Uh, I feel like I'd be like looking in its mouth or like uh, eating any apples that uh, <laughs> it were meant for the horse. Right. At some point, you heard about checking horses' teeth, so you just do that, and then it like tries to bite at you. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do the animal care check, Carl? See if you can help uh, him out. No, no, no. I don't think. Carl thinks this is pretty fucking funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so you lead the horses to the coach, uh, and you start getting them hooked up. Yeah. Um, which you know how to do. I'm not going to make you test for that. This is, oh, thank God. you were like training for this. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> I know you're rolling like JB already. So it's pretty, <laughs> pretty amazing. Uh, you do get them hooked up, but it takes a good, probably 10, 20 minutes. Okay. So while, right. while, um, those two yahoos are hooking up the coach, what are our guys in the inside doing? Um, so we've got all of our stuff collected, like, None of us has very much no. stuff that we're traveling with, so we've got all of our stuff. Uh, I guess I'll talk with Philippe some more. Okay. Also, uh, I forgot Lucky said he was going over to talk with the lady, so you let him know that the coach is getting ready. I let the young lady know. I don't address the <laughs> the other two. No. Um, she's like, okay, thank you. We'll, we'll get our, our things to the coach. Awesome. Sounds good. <laughs> the other two kind of look at you like... Uh, but they all, they all get up and they, they, <laughs> they head towards, you presume, to their rooms. You're not really sure where they go. I ask her if she needs help with their bags or anything. The big woman says, no, we are good. Oh, yeah, you probably got that handled. Yes. Sweet. Da. No, that's Russian. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll also go and check to see if the other coachmen are awake or if they're still <laughs> dead asleep. Uh, so you look in there and you still hear them snoring away. Yes. All right. We're stealing a coach. <laughs> All right. We're Jeff Lowing this coach. <laughs> um, so real quick, is anybody character wise, anybody not okay with the idea of stealing this coach or. Uh, I mean, like Carl's not okay with stealing the coach, but as far as he knows, I'm here to help load up luggage mm. uh, while lucky it gets the, um, <laughs> gets the coachman. So sort of oblivious. All right, and you do, I mean, you do see that Bruno has the same insignia on his coat as that's on the coach and on the horses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's only tried to do one dishonest thing, so I'm not, like, totally not trusting yet. <laughs> Lucky? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I never attempted. I certainly wouldn't. I think he's talking about Bruno doing oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Oh, false. It's so <laughs> All right. So you head over. So Mina heads over to Philippe. Yeah. Take a look at that. <laughs> I feel like Ernst. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember what something like good morning is in French. And I'm drawing a blank. Il fait de soleil. <laughs> it's sunny outside. I think. So late is. Yeah. Yeah. He just says, salut. Hello, your rest was good. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. The the coaches being made ready. My friends are preparing the coach, and we will leave soon. Ah, very good. Uh, when we get to Altdorf, what what will you do? Uh, I think I will be not going all the way to Altdorf. I'll be stopping 
at the next coaching in. Oh, so doing a, uh, a gambling circuit. I'm heading to seven spokes is the next coaching in along this line. I'll be stopping there at least for the night. Oh, well, that is nice. Anyway, make your, um, meal fast and we will leave soon. Oh, I didn't realize you were associated with them, but I will have my things out there in, in just a moment. Way to make us accomplices. <laughs> <laughs> we are all you in. the same thing with a different group of people. We are no, I just said it was ready. I didn't say I worked for them. <laughs> we are all in I together. I just wanted to handle their bags. <laughs> <laughs> Let me touch your stuff. All right. So as you get, as Bruno was getting the horses set up, um, you start to see people heading out with luggage. Um, Lady is old, has quite a few things. Um, of course she does. You see the, the large woman carrying a number of boxes. Uh, the other uh, younger woman is carrying one as well. Everybody make a lower Reichland check, but minus 10. I think that's difficult. I failed by two. Four degrees of failure. <laughs> All right. So they're boxes of things. You don't know what they are. Um, you help load them up on the top. Um, lady is old, doesn't move too far from the inn uh, while she kind of watches these things happen but um, I'm assuming that Carl at least is helping load things up on top you you realize these boxes that are fairly large are very light uh, Carl loves this he's <laughs> been loading boxes onto things like all his life this... <laughs> but not usually very light I, boxes <laughs> it must be no, filled yeah, with their this manners <laughs> yeah, no, this is so easy. This is a whistle while you work kind of situation. It's very relaxing. Nice. Uh, but it doesn't take long. There's only five other passengers besides you guys. And the other five paid to be in the coach. So they all load themselves into the coach. Lady is old is not happy about this, though, that she has to share spaces with commoners. You hear her mumble a couple of times. I mean, can't you just afford your own coach? Why are you poor now or what's the deal? Um, the large woman kind of steps between you and her and says, you do not speak to lady is old. All right. You can take your place on top of the coach. When <laughs> she gets in. If she does not like sharing coach with commoners, she would never spend a night in my family's home. There were so many people sleeping in all of the places. You share everything with everyone all the time, including the straw jelly. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was like, what? Um, so is anybody going to ride shotgun? Uh, Bruno uh, makes the coach rock um, as he tries <laughs> to get into the passenger compartment. <laughs> <laughs> How everyone's slightly elevated. <laughs> um, Bruno, my friend, let me help you up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. You have to. Drive oh, the right. coach. Right, 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 right. Or drive the coach. Yes, yes. I am the driver for this uh, leg of the journey. Uh, unfortunately, I kind of like shifty. I'm like, what? Unfortunately, the other two drivers uh, could not, uh, are not going to be making it today. All right. To the driver's seat then. What? <laughs> what? Sounds like we're doing a whole ton of unnecessary talking. We should probably get going. <laughs> what what happened to that? They're in a meeting, I was told. Very important stuff. Uh, to the driver's seat. Carl, ride shotgun, please. Okay, there, there's so much bureaucracy in the coachman business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he goes ahead and hops up into the seat. 
All right. So is uh, Lucky or Mina, either of you taking the last remaining seat inside the coach? I feel like you really want to. I feel like I, I should. I feel like I deserve it. Mina, <laughs> make a perception check. Easy. Give plus uh, average plus 20. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. So as you guys are like success. standing outside kind of discussing, you see Philippe wink at you. You can have it. All right, sweet. <laughs> See ya. Today's my lucky day. I'm going to ride on top of the rain. every day your lucky day? Every day turns out great. <laughs> so you're riding on top. Uh, you're the only one up top, but like you can sit right next to the two driving it and yeah. chat with them or whatever yeah. if you want. Um, at this point, the day is overcast, foggy. You could probably see like 50 feet okay. or so before it's. To, like it's pretty foggy, but th- again, this is pretty typical. Yeah. Um. So you're going to be heading southwest, um, back onto the road towards Altdorf. I am going to be chatting their ears off because it's kind of like rainy, overcast. Being from a lake town, like this is my jam. <laughs> this is absolutely like yes. It, waking up in the mornings in a seas dot, depending on when you, where you fell asleep wherever there was space to fall asleep. If you fell asleep near a window and you opened your eyes, the first thing you saw was fog. If you did not fall asleep near a window and you went outside, then you saw fog. It was <laughs> always the, the low clouds that, that hug the earth. They hug you and make you cold. If anyone wants me to put the rainbow on top of the roof to collect water because it's raining, just let me know. Anyone? Rainbows? <laughs> Everybody else inside is just like not making eye contact with you if they can help it. You are sitting right next to Philippe though. Like you're in a corner, Philippe's on one side of you, and it's like the wall on the other. Sweet. Um, so JB, Bruno, mm. you need to make yeah. a drive test to make it through because you gotta pass through that tunnel. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, around the side of the coaching inn. Yeah. And then oh, through that God. gateway. So I'm gonna yeah. make it an easy uh average so plus 20 right (laughs) this is where we die remember those nine wounds you recovered in the night they're gone all right (laughs) uh that would be an even 80 with my drive of 37 so that's uh five degrees right there you got fortune to spend i do uh let's see the I dark have. gods are usually willing to help <laughs> if you just ask. I yeah. have a better drive skill than you do. <laughs> How? <laughs> He's just learning. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my uh, god! Let's see. Let's let's use that last fortune point. I'm sure I'm going to need it later. Oh, <gasps> all right. There we go. Uh, we got a nine. So. Uh, after a, a rough start, maybe scraping along the side <laughs> of the tunnel, uh, leading out of this place, uh, hopefully not knocking off any of the, uh, the bags that were on top of the carriage or, um, what have you. So, um, I think with that 80, you initially rolled, you mm. started to head towards the tunnel hallway mm. and then like Carl was like, uh, and you're like, Oh wait, no, we go around the inn. And then you turn like at right. the last moment, you right, get right, the horses right, right, to right. turn. <coughs> you make, and then the rest of the way that it's very smooth turn. You head out of the way of the inn and you're heading Southwest towards Altdorf. Mm. You stole a coach. <laughs> I wonder if he stole the first coach too, and he just nabbed someone for their uniform. That's why we're here. I mean, you did tell them you were going to commandeer yesterday. Yeah, you warned them, and we gave them the money already. True. Mm. 
You, you paid for a ride on a coach, not the whole coach. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that not how that works? <laughs> I mean, I'm riding on the coach. Yeah, at this point, yeah. you you and, well, Lucky took Bruno's spot, but. I'm right where Mina, I was supposed to Mina's be. Mina's what she's doing, what she's supposed to do. If anything, um, Carl's helping out because he's riding shotgun. Yeah. 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 With Listen, a boat hook. Think about all the refund <laughs> and um, bad reviews that all of these nice people would have left if they didn't get a ride. We are providing the service for those coachmen for them. And we were supposed to leave early. So, yeah. If it no, wasn't for me, you wouldn't have left early. That's right. It's right. entirely true. They're still sleeping. Um, between, um, you know, the jabbering in my ear and the rain uh, pelting my face, uh, you know, I'll have the headache. And when I don't have the headache, I may be sleeping on Carl's shoulder. Okay. All right. Carl, you don't have drive, do you? No. That's Look at the basic skill. True. Luckily, yeah. this is one of the major highways. So like I said before, it's 20 feet wide. Mm. Plenty of room. It's a smooth-ish road. Is it too smooth? Like packed gravel. And um, it is raining. It does start to rain for real about 20 minutes out from the inn. Ugh, we're going into another slippery <laughs> ditch. <laughs> I can feel it. So when we left, it was just foggy. Now it's it's raining. Um, the fog starts to, to clear a little bit, but it's just rainy wet now. Uh, my mother, she she always had uh, uh, the sayings about the raindrops. And and when it would be rainy, uh, she would say that each raindrop that hit you was um, one of her hopes and dreams that left once she met my father. My father. My father. <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. <laughs> All right. So, JB, do you, or Bruno, do you keep driving or are you going to hand the reins uh, over to Carl? Me? No, I, I think I will like just fall asleep um, without handing the reins over to anybody. So, Carl, um, do you just take over? Yeah, I'm, Carl's going to take the reins. All right, so you can make an average that's plus 20 drive check to just keep it on the road, basically. I feel like Carl's probably been in this situation before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with uh, two degrees of failure, I am going to burn a fortune point here just to see how things see if we can do better all right uh i've got one degree of success yay all right that's plenty to keep it on the road so you carl's like just like a land boat (laughs) (laughs) i mean there are a lot of boats and barges that are pulled by horse in the empire to go against the current of the river so you've seen it done before on the water it can't be that different on the road with wheels right Oh, I mean, I don't like, yeah, like Carl just doesn't drive like he's seen a coach before. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so you um keep it right down the middle of this road as much as possible because you don't want to get anywhere near the edges. You've seen what could happen if you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> while, <laughs> while Bruno's asleep on your shoulder and they're just clip clopping their way. The horses aren't going super fast, but. This seems comparable to what you wrote in uh, the day before. Um, after a couple hours, the rain stops. Um, you didn't try to get Mina didn't try to get in the coach or anything during this time. You just no. kind of grin and bear it. Yeah. Like you said you're kind of used to this weather anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a few hours, the rain stops. Uh, and you guys continue on. It's a pretty uneventful day. You find a, a milepost at one point. Not too far out from the before it stops raining. Um, it says Altdorf 120 miles. You're on the way. It seems like that's still a really far, far place away. I mean, most of you can't read anyway, but 
you you knew at this point you're about two days away mm, by coach. Right. You can cover roughly 60 miles a day in the coach. So you're going to continue on for a while here. I'm actually going to do a little bit of experience at this point. Okay. Fun. All right. Um, All right. We're going to do between episodes one and two, I commanded people on role playing. So I'm going to give everybody 50 experience for role playing. Is there more experience coming? I don't want to write it and then have to erase it and make my character sheet all messy. Uh, That's fair. Uh, 50 (laughs) experience for for the role playing. We're going to give everybody a bonus 20 experience for stealing the coach. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, does, now does Carl get the 20 experience for stealing the coach knowing that he does not know that the coach was stolen? <laughs> yeah, for ten, yeah, I mean you help load up the the luggage and stuff. You're an accomplice. Okay. I'm an unknowing accomplice. <laughs> I want to know what's in these boxes, but I wouldn't know that they were super late, so. I uh, did you help load them? No. No. No, 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 you wouldn't. Yeah. Can we spend experience whenever? Yeah. If you got enough to do an advancement, you can do that now as we kind of talk about what's happening next. Um, so, like I said, you guys are, you saw that mile marker. Can anybody read? Do we figure out if anybody can? Like anybody no. has the academic class. I feel like JB would have to, right? Like, if you're a coachman, you should be able I to read I think you would recognize signs. at least, you know, things like Altdorf. Right. And you would understand the numbers system, at least. Correct. To see how far it was and whatnot. Or the arrow system. Yeah, yeah, right. This yeah. way to go to that place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so you, you see that's, I mean, like I said, you already knew you're about two days out anyway. So, you know, obviously you're getting closer. So with that mile sign, I was kind of getting onto the next road. No problem. Um, and you are heading along. Like I said, the, the rain ended after a few hours. I'm going to have Bruno, Carl, and Mina make perception checks. I percept it all. Boop, boop, boop. And is this that a uh, plus 40? <laughs> Why is that what you need to pass? Yes, yeah. no. Okay. Just challenging. <laughs> plus zero. Uh, yeah, Carl sees something. All right, so Carl and Mina, you notice um, a figure in the road up ahead. Mm-hmm. Maybe like just, you know, as soon as you can see them in the fog, so like 50 yards ahead, you see a figure. I, uh, Coachman Man. Yep. There, there is a person in the road. Oh, they'll get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like like you did yesterday. <laughs> exactly. All these pedestrians move. Once you get close to them, you learn that in coaching school. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, you keep going forward. You see the figure uh, was crouching and they stand up and turn. <gasps> and those of you that passed that check notice there is a severed human hand hanging out of their mouth. That is not the best part of a person to eat. (laughs) (laughs) What? You got to start with a thigh. That's your reaction to it. Yeah. So I just sent a picture to to the players of what they see, but I'll describe it for listeners. Um, We've got a figure that looks human, got long black hair, but... I, they have a hand hanging out of their mouth. They have a dagger in a hand, a bloody dagger in one hand, and they were crouching over a dead body that is just covered in blood. And this person is covered in blood. But what really stands out as you get cl- as the, the coach clip clops closer is that there's like green ichor seeping from this person's eyes and the flesh around their hands is like 
torn and tattered. Carl nudges Bruno and says, I do not think this man with the green eyes was given the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he needs a ride? He, I mean, maybe. I don't think we should give it to him. I can't see too well with this mist. If he doesn't flag us down, we'll just pass him by. I, do, I think uh, that's a good idea, yeah. Uh, so you try to steer around him? I do not know, friends. Yeah, I'm thinking with my uh, terrible perception, I am just a, you know, he's a pedestrian. We're coachmen. We don't have to bother. So him. as you guys are discussing this, the figure stands up upright, and then it spits out the hand, and it starts running at the coach. All right. <clears throat> I, I guess he does want to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Have I, uh, is, is it still just the people outside that have noticed this gentleman or? Yeah. All right. Uh, now Carl recognizes this may be not a good situation. It's, uh, Bruno speed up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, oh, no. so as this thing starts, this person starts rushing at the coach. They're kind of like, <sighs> um, so those inside would hear it. You can look out windows. Lucky. Can I, I like you were inside? If we're you can going, see this person coming. Can I like get my 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 sword out and as we're going past, can I make a swing at it? Uh, sure. Do you, let's let's jump into our first combat with initiative here. Mm. Yes. Uh, so initiative is um, a little simplified in this game. You just have an initiative value, and we're just going to use that. There's not um, we're not going to roll for separate initiatives here. So that's okay. just the eye on characteristics. Yep. Okay. And we're going theater to the mind for combat here. I figured the listeners have to do that. So why don't we just do it too? I'm not going to bust out a map or roll 20 or anything like that for this. Um, So this person rushes towards the coach. Does anybody have initiative higher than 40? No. No, sir. All right. So this person rushes towards the coach going (laughs) and the horses freak out because this is weird and Mm -hmm. they might notice something that you don't and it runs towards one of the horses and just starts stabbing it with his dagger oh god we need that so who's got oh no uh, who's got the next highest initiative after 40 i have a 37 all right lucky yeah. so you see this person pretty close now they're stabbing so one of the horses. we've been made aware that there's a person yeah. you heard like this weird noise oh, I gotcha. you look, we'll, we'll say you look out the window and you saw this person coming Gotcha. And then you see them run at a horse. You see them spit out the hand. And then they run up and start stabbing a horse. And the horse is like, Whoa! oh, hey, make that noise. Hey, that's Rolf. Rolf, what are you doing out here? Why are you stabbing that horse? It turns to you like, guys, it's Rolf. <laughs> oh, God. Is that your turn? Yeah. What's okay. up, bud? After 37. I'm not till 29. I have a 31. Whoa. I've got a 33. Uh, go. Carl's next. Carl's a little creeped out. I'm just going to throw a rock at this thing. <laughs> your handful of rocks? Or your bag yeah, full I mean, of rocks? Like, you bring rocks for situations just like this. You're not riding shotgun. You're riding rock pouch. <laughs> yes. Um, so Somebody I got a have skill uh, check. two degrees of success on Ooh. my hit. It's with a 12. And we probably need to talk about like where you hit stuff and how hitting and damage works. Yeah. So we got our first attack here. So uh, you hit with a 12. So you're going to reverse those numbers to find the hit location. So wherever 21 strikes That's should be on your sheet. Arm. You hit him yep. in the left arm, which makes sense. 
Uh, rock has its own specific oh. rule. It's a strength bonus is damage. So that's four damage plus two for my degrees of success. So you do six damage to this person? That's correct. Carl, why are you throwing rocks at Rolf? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. He so bit somebody. What do you want? He bit somebody. We saw him bite zero people. He stabbed a horse. And to be fair, it had it coming. <laughs> All right. So the rock hits him in the arm hard and you hear like almost like a crack. And the thing like stops and it looks at you and it's like. <sighs> now you pissed him off, Carl. And then Good uh, job. Bruno's up. I'm going to try to uh, drive uh, as as poorly as I can. Um, Are you going to try to hit it or just get away? Just try to get away. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, that's a great roll. I pass with two degrees of success. All right. So you snap the reins and the horses start to run. But unfortunately, you're like a, you know, trainee coachman you didn't do something right when you hooked up these horses your animal care check was so bad earlier um and the horse that wasn't getting snapped so you you snap the reins and you're like yeah and the one that was getting stabbed starts to run the other one starts to run as well but it breaks free instead of running and pulling the cart it bolts off into the woods so your cart kind of lurches forward and then slows down a lot because it's just one horse pulling it now with a person uh, grabbing it, stabbing it. Um, His name's Rolf, by the way. <laughs> Carl, you didn't hook up that horse correctly. Jeez. You are worst coachman <laughs> in the history of coachmen. All right, Mina, you're up. <laughs> I, I have done years of militia training for this kind of stuff. I am ready. I'm going to get my sword out. I'm hopping down there. I'm going to... Cause some damage. All right. Make an athletics check to jump off this coach. You got it. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to use a fortune point? I it sounds sure, like it's a fail. I sure do. <laughs> you betcha. You oh, betcha. man. Better. Much better. Pass? So that's, uh, yeah, two degrees of success. All right. Nice. So you can kind one. of vault off the side and, and can land I without, off? like, twisting an ankle or whatever. Can I starfish off? Sure. Um... <laughs> And the, you can you can vault off right next to it and make an attack with your yeah. with your hand weapon. What did you say your hand weapon I was? I went with a sword because I'm part of a swordsman battalion. Are you stabbing Rolf? I'm gonna stab him in his creepy green eyes. All right, Rolf's gonna what try to hell? defend himself with the dagger and make. We're gonna make an imposed weapon skill check. Bring it, Rolf. I didn't make it. Right, Thank gosh. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, not not good. <laughs> I got uh four degrees of failure. I only got two degrees of failure. Ooh, so I think so. that means you win? <laughs> you do damage even though you didn't pass because you beat me? I'm Our first combat here. I'm not sure. Don't I can't oppose remember. me. Don't oppose me. Don't oppose me. Mm-hmm. Did he have a skill or something that he was using to deflect it? Does it just count as a failed deflect or something? It's just an opposed weapon skill check. So, like, he's got a dagger. He's trying to oh, maybe gotcha. block it or stab first. You know what? I'm going to say that you um, get advantage on that. Because you basically charged in. Hell yeah. So you'd have plus 10 to your melee basic. Does that. Uh, Are you using melee basic or did you look at weapon skill? I looked at weapon skill. Uh-huh. If I was using melee basic with, with plus the plus 10. 10, I would make it. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so that gives you another level of advantage. So you have two advantage because you made this check. 
So what's your damage? You got what? Zero levels of success? Zero levels of success. Strength bonus, which is three. And then um, the sword is plus four. So total of seven. All right. So you, you know, this thing rushes forward, stabs the horse. Carl throws a rock at him, cracks him in the arm. And he's like, and then Bruno tries to carry the reins. And one of the horses bolts off into the woods. You leap over the side of the cart and just run this guy through. Hell yeah, I do. And he slumps over on your sword dead. (laughs) Wow. I felt like I was very clear. <laughs> we are needing to get to Altdorf. And this thing, it eats the wrong part of a person first. Who does hand first? That's what he had access you to. You do thigh first. You do thigh first. And then it stabs the horse. And he is terrible coachman. Terrible coachman. And horse gets away. And we are needing to get to the next place. So you can just kill buddies of mine because he's a bad coachman? Yes. That is that is not cool. You need better friends. Well, right. probably. He is but. a bad friend. Guys, 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 <laughs> guys. We we need that horse though. We have to go You go it. get the horse round, man. <laughs> All right, Carl, come on. Um, yeah. I'm going to check this dude I, out. I, I, no, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm going to check him out and I'm going <laughs> to. Guys, darn it. Everybody make an average plus 20 perception check. Gosh, darn it. I'm all amped up. I failed by a lot. I also failed by a lot. Like seven. Plus 20? Yeah. Oh, wait, then five. (laughs) (laughs) Still failed. What did you roll? I I rolled a 93. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. I passed with four degrees degrees of failure. So you're so Lucky's yelling at Mina here, and it sounds like you're the only one to pass. Mm -hmm. Yes. So while Mm -hmm. you are shouting back and forth about killing this person that you knew, Rolf, uh, you hear sounds like it probably from up ahead on the road. (gasps) You turn to look at the sound, you see that the road bends. You can't see where it's coming from exactly, but you hear like a, (sighs) and that's where we're gonna end episode two. Is is that friend too? I don't know. <laughs> that was Rolf. That's fucked up. I can't believe you killed him. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of perilous lore, where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight-subject bracket that can be about anything 
and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual. <laughs>